Welcome to the Financial Advisors Advisor, the podcast offering guidance and advice on all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the go-to podcast for any financial advisor in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. And now, here's your host, Frank LaRosa. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our show. This is Frank LaRosa, the CEO of Elite Consulting Partners, and I am the Financial Advisors Advisor. As always, and usual, burning the midnight oil tonight with me here is Dale Dempsey, my COO. How you doing, bud? Good evening. Doing well. Thank you. Good evening. It's I can't believe we're doing this. Plan was to do it yesterday. Plan was to do it this morning. Just tons of stuff going on, which is awesome. But we got to get this thing done. So glad you're uh, you're all joining us. Uh, we're hope the uh, the conversation today is tonight is worth your while as usual. We hope it really is. If you're a first time listener, thank you for joining us. If you're a repeat listener. Thanks for coming back. We appreciate all the feedback again every week. I know I said this last week, but every week we keep getting more and more great feedback, which keeps us motivated to uh, do this at 8 o'clock at night. So we we really appreciate it. Today's podcast is going to really be, again, something that is on the top of, of our minds. It's an unusual. We're going to be talking about website design. and Not that we're website designers, but we're really going to be talking about your online presence and starting with your websites, really for two reasons. And I know it might sound obvious, but you'd be shocked with what we see sometimes. Really, it's the first place that your clients go after you meet somebody or prospect, you meet somebody at uh, you know, at a baseball game or coffee and you hand them your business card. What you don't realize is at night when they go back home, they're sitting at their kitchen table or whatever, and they, well, let me see, let me look up uh, you know, ABC Financial's website. I met him, he seemed like a nice guy. And he goes in and looks at your websites, and it's and it's a disaster. So, you know, I thought that we would talk about this t- today, tonight, because we've had several of these conversations this week. Again, point of this podcast is to make these things timely. So we like to talk about things that are being actively discussed during the course of our week. But what also makes this podcast more personal is we are going through this process ourselves with our own website. It's one of these practice what you preach kind of things. Our website, I think, is really good. Dale, <laughs> Dale <laughs> respectfully Dale, disagrees. Respectfully disagrees, but uh, that's his background more so than, than it is mine. But it's really important to understand that you have to continually improve on really everything in your life, right? So when it comes to business, you need to improve on things like your website. Our existing website which is EliteConsultingPartners.com. Go ahead and check it out. Don't DM me with, oh my God, your website is really bad. I actually think it's really good considering, but it's like the fifth or sixth iteration of our website since I started this company nine years ago. So I want everyone to start thinking about that. You might think that your website was awesome when you first did it four years ago and you haven't touched it since. You haven't changed the content since. You might need to be rethinking that. You might. You might, it's like, it's like buying new clothes, but you just can't keep wearing the same thing over and over again. And, and it's the, it's what everybody sees. Right. It's a style. I mean, the suits change and styles change. Right. You know, these young, young people are wearing the, uh, these suits that the pants don't all, go all the way down to the 
their shoes. I don't understand that, but whatever. Maybe I'm out of date with my style, so I don't know. So, you know, we wanted to, and I've gotten some questions about talking on the podcast about how to create an image so that you, an advisor and a, and a firm really can be more successful in recruiting and acquiring practices. And although this seems really simple, one of the first things that we talk about, and we'll, and we'll get into those on later podcasts, but one of the first things we talk about is your website, because that's the first thing that clients go to, prospects go to. Candidly, it's the first place we go to, and 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 recruiters and consultants like like my firm, it's the first place we go to when we want to check out an advisor. And so, what we thought we would do today is just really cover some of the, I don't know if it's do's and don'ts of uh, maybe it's do's and don'ts. There's a little bit of that, right? I mean, there's really like four things I wrote down real quick because I didn't want to get too granular with this stuff. So it's basically the four things that Dale thinks that we're not doing, but we, we again. <laughs> uh, no, well, hold on. Let, let me quantify it. So it's it's not four things that we're not doing. It's four things that I think are important. We can and do And then better. inside of that, there are things that, yeah, I think we should, we're doing that we shouldn't be. Yeah, look, so we're, hey, look, and folks, the reason why we're doing this and we're having this, this topic of conversation is because I'm in my late 40s and, you know, I think that I know what I'm talking about when it comes to certain types of marketing, but things change and, and website design changes and, and it's not something that I'm in every single day. And when we were going through this exercise of updating our website, these types of things that I really hadn't paid attention to are really coming up. And as I started to look at websites that we admired, they were definitely different. And so what I thought I want to do here, since I don't really know what I'm talking about clearly, according to Dale, when it comes to website design, is I'm going to have him uh, go through some of the things that he wanted to point out about our website. And it's been really some websites that we've seen for some broker dealers and some and advisors that are just really shockingly bad. There's some shockingly bad. There's some shockingly good. Yeah. I'm not an expert. I, I end up looking, for whatever reason, I end up looking at websites constantly, advisor websites, right? right. And, and and firms as well. So if we if we think about these four areas, the first thing that comes to mind is if you're going to do it right, really do it right. And some some of these firms are on this. Your branding, whether it's big big picture brand or it's just you and your name as the firm brand, you you have to take a step back and realize that there are individuals and companies based around the entire idea of branding, and that goes from your business cards to your website. So they will help you create continuity between the whole thing. So really you're looking at the typography, literally the the font that you're using on your website and everything else. Does it all tie in and look how you wanna present it? Does it? Does it look the same way that you're trying to get across and is it consistent? So you know, when it comes to branding, I think you wanna definitely check with your firm first to see if they have someone that can help you with that. And if not, will they let you go outside of this? By the way, you know, we should have said something. This is more or less for advisors who have who have a private practice, right? Cause I because we well, we both recognize that that this isn't more or less this isn't capable, but we're talking about it at some of the most of the bigger firms. Well if you're an advisor listen to this podcast and you're at a wirehouse firm, thanks for listening. But you're shackled with some 
different difficult requirements. We I had a conversation with an advisor two hours ago, wirehouse advisor uh, doing over a million dollars in production, and their version of being you know sort of social media conscious and and really having great online presence was uh, their LinkedIn page. That's the extent of it. And they really don't have any idea what social media presence really is about when you go outside of a wirehouse. So within the wirehouse world, you, you still can have some flair to some of your websites because some of the firms will let teams build out their website, their team website, and give you, although some of this stuff's boilerplate, there's still options, right? Uh, what you don't want to do if you're in that environment is just go, well, it doesn't really matter. Uh, just give me like the standard website. It does matter. And so take some time to, you know, at least put effort into designing the website, making it look a little bit different than what they just roll out as a standard thing. There's all there's also firms. So one one that pops pops out at me, and um, I've been in these meetings where they they win business because of it. Raymond James has a great. They actually have an advertising firm within the company, so it's an actual like they win advertising awards for the stuff that they've done for their financial advisors, whether they're independent or on the retail side. And there are firms, maybe not as robust as what Raymond James has to offer. And this is not a Raymond James pitch, but I'm just telling you what I know that have individuals, whether it's a smaller team that are there just to help you build that out. So the call I was on today was with a firm called Summit Broker Services down in Boca, and they have a group of individuals that will talk with you as an advisor about what is it that your brand is trying to, the messaging that your brand is trying to get across. Who are you? How do you operate? What kind of clients do you go after? What's your What are your philosophies? Like, who are you as an individual? And then they will help design, like you're, like Dale saying, a brand, a brand. Well, I mean, that's From the what business the, cards, the logo, right. everything. And that all needs to feed back into the website. And, right. and by the way, so all the big firms do this, uh, right? For right. themselves, not for their advisors, but yeah, for themselves. Well, and that's the pitch, though, is. We're, we're creating a brand that all the clients, potential clients out there know. You, you, just, you just lean on us for that stuff and we'll boilerplate this stuff and then you just fit right into it. So even if you're doing that though, this is what I would say, whether it's that or you're, you're really creating a true customized brand for yourself, here's a couple of things you don't want to do on your website. And this is going to sound like, oh, duh, of course, I, I know this stuff. You'd be shocked. Don't use blurry photos in any context of especially of yourself i come across this way too much don't use photos that are sort of like resized and pulled and stretched it doesn't look think about it maybe maybe your clients are not art designers but anybody's going to be able to look at a web page more or less and realize that there's something wrong with that photograph right it doesn't fit in and you're not talking about like a photo that's designed to be blurry, where it's blurring out. No, I'm not talking like about like shadows, that. right? You're talking about someone took a photo from, with their iPhone and uh, or something, and they enlarged it. And when you enlarged it, you lose the the pixel 
clarity or whatever. Who is that person? I can't tell who that person is. It's it, yeah, because it takes away. I mean, it's just like it's immersion. That's what you want your your clients and prospective clients to to have when they go into your website. They are immersed, and they're not they're not thrown off by the little things that that sort of like don't fit in the right way. Another thing, and I this is where I start to get into it with Frank is stock photos. I know there's a lot of great quality pictures out there, a lot of great photographers, and you can use it for whatever. I would highly recommend getting a professional photographer involved and taking photos and maybe only custom just hit their photographs and using that for your for your website. Because truth is, the better the photos, the more direction and control you're going to have over the website. Don't put a bunch of text out there. They'll make it so busy that you're having to read a whole bunch and, you, and you're losing sight of what's the purpose of me being on this website. Right. Yeah, and I know about that because we, what I have found is it's hard. That particular piece is hard because you want to, at least from our point of view, you want to tell people as much as you can when they go to your website, but you get into the trap where you put too much content on the pages so some of the stuff that we've gotten back from the company that we're we're using to read is on our website. When they sent the stuff back to me, I was like, "Well, where'd all of our inf- where'd all of our information go?" Well, okay, so like, but, that, that, but here's the reality the thing. is when I started looking at other big time company websites, not necessarily in financial services, some in financial services, but some outside of financial services. I don't want to call it minimalistic, uh, but you were talking no, that's about exactly icons what it is. and all that stuff. Well, but that's that's so that's the second point is the layout. If you're not able to direct people to where they should go and what information they want to see, and by the way, so do it with their eyes in mind, what they see, because that's what a website is. It's mostly visual. Uh, You're going to have trouble. And the trend these days, and it seems to work pretty well, is to use these things called icons or marks, but essentially little like buttons. So if it's you want clients to contact you, it's, it's the handset to a phone. And if they want, if you want them to message you, it's a little message quotation box, air box. And you get the idea and you're, you're directing people to go to a more or less another landing page where there's information galore. So it's becoming which, more visual, right? Well, it is. But yeah, exactly. Well, versus content. I don't, we, we don't, yeah, we should really should, it's maybe a whole nother topic to get into. Should you use video? Should you, you know, have audio in it or whatever? That, that stuff's cool. And I'm sure we'll get there but you don't want to be too far ahead and you don't want to be too far behind. And right now in today's world, you're, you're fine with just the visual graphics going on. Right now, you know, it's interesting. You made a point earlier too. If you're, especially if you're independent, if you're running an independent practice and the website is really all about you, right? And your clients in order to access their online account are going to your website. And so you need to make sure that your clients know where to get where that button is so they go to your website more often. If it's too complicated to find out where their login is, they're just not going to go there that much. And the idea, again, which I think was one of your fourth point was sort of driving SEO and all that stuff to the website is making it easy to get to. Yeah, you have to work with someone who knows Google and, and really search engine optimization. I like, The way I would put it, anybody is this is website direction this is website search engine call it search engine 
efficiency is a way to think about it. When your client types in your name into Google, they need to find you. And by the way, it needs to be integrated into Google Maps so that they can see your website, see your address, make a phone call, all that stuff. When you talk to somebody about designations, you need to have all your designations on your website. So that's yeah, I think that's search engine optimization also. Yes, yes, I think. Well, what? So here, finally, content is is key. What's your recommendation when you have content? How do you decide how much is enough and how much is not enough? That really that depends on on the advisor on the team. I would build it out as much as you can, and don't be repetitive. Don't do things that will water down your message just because you want to optimize your website and you want to have keywords and that stuff in there, it, it will detract from what you're really trying to do. You definitely want, if you can, have pictures of, of the team, of the advisors, the staff, everyone. You want to make sure you have your designations on there, maybe multiple times on different pages. You absolutely have to have your services. That's key. And it's got to be pretty well-defined. The more information, the better. And you want to have contact information. Ultimately, you're you're probably driving people towards a portal. So that's I say that's a no-brainer. Um, and the other thing to keep in mind is, yeah, website's great. And maybe it's the ultimate destination. But if you're going to have links to your Facebook and your LinkedIn and all these other things, make sure that they're relevant, that you, that you're, you use that stuff. Don't just create a YouTube page and then not post anything, really not post anything, really not use it. And if that's the case, just get rid of it. Yeah, I think that if you do just what I've talked about, you're pro- you're going to be way ahead of the curve. There's so many, you'd be shocked. <laughs> there's there's the borderline unprofessional, not deliberately. Oh, to, we've to, seen stuff where the messaging, where the content is like not even centered or it's, you know, when you scroll down, it's all, all all overlapping and the lettering is not accurate. It's, it's some stuff is really horrible. You you do it. You hit a drop down, and half the drop down image is off the page. Just, just stuff like that. You know, it's it's weird. I think that I, know, I hope a lot of people listen to this podcast and especially this part. When I'm looking to find you as an advisor, and you don't have any information about you. I'm going to just skip over and go to somebody else that's that's got more content and more clarity as to who they are. So you may be losing out on opportunities that you don't even know. It's interesting you say that. There are some advisors that say, well, what do I need a website for? My, my clients, they know how to get me. It's the opportunities that you're not getting because you don't have a good website. You might have a website and it could be really bad and you're losing that business because people are, are looking at it saying, well does this person really know what they're doing? Are they really my style? The grammar's all wrong on this thing and it's not very detail oriented. This doesn't even match or this, it's not centered. You'd be, again, be surprised about the, the horrific things that uh, we see. Okay, well, so what do you do if if uh, you're gonna go through and change your website? The first thing you wanna do is recognize, which is why I let Dale run most of this podcast today, recognize what you're good at and what you're not good at recognize that you're not getting paid to be a website designer. You're getting paid to be a wealth manager. So go out and hire somebody. You get what you pay for. Go out and hire somebody good that gets you, that understands the wealth management industry so they understand who the, who your target audience really is. Talk to your firm. Obviously, you got to make sure that it's, everything's in compliance. 
but your firm might have great resources that you've just not tapped into. And, you know, really get into it. Spend time on this. This is not one of these things that you want to do over a weekend. You want to spend time on it. Think about it. What is that long-term image you want to have right now? It may change, but spend time on it. If you don't, if your firm doesn't have those resources or a team that you feel comfortable with, they might have some connections. If you're if you're an RIA and you're working with TD or Schwab, they probably have people. If they don't, they might have agreements and purchase agreements, discounts with different companies that do these things. And I would ask those companies to give you some examples, one of the stuff that they've done. You can give them some examples of sites that you like. It's not that you're stealing somebody else's idea, but by giving the website designers other websites that you care for, it's giving them an idea into your head about your style, what you what appeals to you, because generally your clients are like you. So what appeals to you will appeal to your clients. And I'll just to wrap it up with this, if you're really interested, get a hold of me, get a hold of Frank, and I'll give you and I'm not I'm not incentivized by this at all. I'll give you some ideas about brand websites or people who do branding really well and or some website design really, really well, just so you can, you know, check it out. Yeah, definitely. It's a what seems like a basic topic, but people have gotten this shockingly bad. And so we thought it was important to talk about today. If you have any questions, email us, Dale at eliteconsultingpartners.com. Frank at EliteConsultingPartners.com. We appreciate everything. Don't forget to go to iTunes and subscribe, download, give us a five-star rating. really helps us. Uh, Leave comments. We've got some great emails today on uh, this week with some questions. Keep keep giving them the questions. Our content will just keep getting better and better. You got a little bit of homework. Go look at your websites. Go spend some time on it over the weekend. And uh, we hope this helped and we hope that you, everybody improves their online presence. Thanks a lot and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. See you on the next one. You've been listening to the Financial Advisors Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, the leading experts in advisor transitions, succession planning, and broker-dealer and RIA M&A consulting. If you're looking for strategic advice or solutions on any of those topics within the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to the podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com. Yeah.